This episode is fueled by Fitness Outcomes. Meals made by chefs, not machines. Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favorite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast peeps, as we coined last week. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. Hello, ladies. How are we all this evening? Uh, I'm a little bit injured, to be honest. <laughs> you are indeed. <laughs> Just a tad. She's sitting a bit particular, a bit peculiar. <laughs> Sorry, it's a bit strange. Let's, let's have the story. What happened? Okay, so I went skiing, water skiing this weekend for the first time in a decade. And I was like, okay, this is going to be great. I had a little bit of a bad feeling, but I was like, you know what? Stop being a... Soft cock. (laughs) For lack of a better word, yes. Anyway, went for it, went hard. We were donutting and my friend and I collided going so fast. And it was just like, as it was happening, I was like, ah, ah, rip, rip. Next minute, I was tangled in ropes. There were bodies everywhere. It was just, it was so bad. And I was like floating in the water and I was like, please don't be broken. Please don't be broken. What have you come away with now? Just like... Looks like a bit of an injured foot. A lot of swelling, as you can see. I usually have very skinny ankles. <laughs> it's not very skinny. A little bit of blood was drawn, as you can also see. Yeah, look, I'm not surprised. I was just waiting for the message. <laughs> we both were. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I ruined myself. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go again. A very, very classic Bella moment. Absolutely. Oh. Libby, did you have any injuries this weekend or did you play it safe? I definitely played it safe, though... I did have a little cute date night on Saturday night with Jack. He fully planned it, oh, which was so sweet. Oh, absolutely. But it meant that we went to Holy Moly. Holy oh, Moly. That is a classic <laughs> mandate. It was really cute. So I don't. for those who don't know what Holy Moly is, it's a little mini indoor putt-putt, but you can sort of drink as you go. Which one did cute. you go to? Because there's a um, couple. The one in Darlinghurst, like King's Cross. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was, really, it was really fun. I've never been before. Um, he definitely smashed me, which was upsetting, but then took me to dinner at Miss G's. So that was oh, really great. That's a okay. really cute date. Wow. Didn't see it going from Holly Molly to Miss G's. That's <laughs> yeah. a bit of a different vibe. But it was good. So um, very good weekend, actually. Nice job, Jack. Mm. B, did you have a good one? I did. I caught up with a couple of friends. Um, a darling friend of mine, Elaine. She's just moved to Bondi in this beautiful little apartment. So I went and saw her. She's the sweetest little soul. She literally is the bee's next. <laughs> Like, obsessed. Obsessed with her. Darling angel. Darling. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Libby's like, whoa, calm down. You're coming across too strong. Too strong. <laughs> We're just friends, I swear. <laughs> she, has she has a boyfriend, Dory James. I'm not going to jump on that. Um, so, speaking of jumping, let's jump on over to Talk of the Town, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss what's hot in food this week. Yeah, I've got a bit of a sad one for us today. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah, so after seven beautiful long years, Chiswick at the Art Gallery is closing. Oh, that what? is sad. Yeah, so come January 2021, it'll 
finally be shutting its doors. Oh. oh. And do you suggest everyone gets there before it does? Well, the good thing is we've still got the Chiswick and Willara, so my can- personal fave. Yes, and I did hear that Matt Moran, so Matt Moran owns or, or is the sort of head chef at the Soltel Group, which is yeah. Chiswick and Obar, Aria, all that sort of thing. He's still staying on to do some consulting for them. But, um, yeah, Chiswick itself won't be there anymore. So if you so do love it, go give it a go. It'll be probably another restaurant, but just not Chiswick. Yes, yes. Which is a bit sad because obviously during COVID they shut down for a bit. Absolutely. Um, so they haven't really even had a good run of the last year. No. Yeah. Also so, probably could be a contributing factor to their shutdown. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at least the OG will still be existing. If you had said, well, Lara was shutting down, I probably would have cried. Me too. <laughs> like art gallery I can deal with. Well, Lara. Tears. Not so yeah. much. Mm. Agreed. There you go. But that's all I've got for you today. Okie dokie. Well, rolling off that depressing note, Bella, can you <laughs> bring us back up to a high? Look, B, I can definitely try. I can't make any promises. <laughs> all we can ask. <laughs> so this week, parked up on Cathedral Street in Moolamaloo is a new Latina diner that goes by the name of Van Montego. For some, this might ring a bell because by day this venue is a cafe known as John Montego. See what they did there? Narada Kadina, mastermind behind this mass madness, is also co-owner of Yan Restaurant in Woolai Creek. Juan Montego is serving up a modern menu of Colombia and South American delights. So let's jump in. Let's. And I want to start off by saying everyone got the booking time wrong. Uh, <laughs> no one actually took that into account. I booked for 6.45 to allow everyone time to get there from work. Everyone got there very early. <laughs> I got there at 6.20, I reckon. Because you thought it was 6.30. Because I thought it was 6.30. Texted Bella, knowing she'd be late, saying, <laughs> saying, send me your pin. She was actually like only five minutes behind me. I was like, oh, stunning. And then, so then I went inside because I knew B was driving, so I didn't want her to text her while she was driving. Anyway, I'm sitting in the in the restaurant, and then B actually was in the car outside. I literally <laughs> pulled up right in front of the restaurant and was like, oh, "I'm so early. I'll just oh peep in. Let me see." <laughs> okay, we're all hectically early, which was fine. I mean, it didn't didn't bother anyone in the restaurant. Better to be early than late. The only thing is Bella did walk in with a bit of attitude because she thought we were going to give her shit for being late when we were all just really proud of each other. Yeah, and I was like, guys, we all did really well. Let's all pat ourselves on the back now. I literally walked so early and got there so that I was like, you know what? They can't be bitchy about me being late. <laughs> Head noise over here. Yeah, seriously, that was all on you, my friend. But it, they were so beautiful. I mean, it was really, really quiet when I got there. There was one table of some beautiful ladies sitting there um, having a few glasses of wine, but otherwise it was just me sitting in the corner. But they were super accommodating. Asked if I wanted anything while I waited. You guys rocked up. Happy as Larry. Yeah. What do you, I mean? What are your initial thoughts on the venue? I mean, it made a lot more sense, Bella, in your bio when you said that it's actually a cafe during the day. Yeah. Because you walk in and part of it is kind of closed off. Like there is a yeah. A countertop. It's sort of weird that, that exactly there's the coffee machine as soon as you walk in which I now obviously only realising from what you were saying, Bells. And so that makes a lot of sense. But it was a bit strange. And the kitchen is also open and exposed, which normally I love. But I think because they're still quite new and what they've been open for... Two months or so. Two months, that they still haven't quite got the... You know, like the schmick open kitchen look where you're like, oh, wow, yeah. these chefs are so talented, amazing. This was a bit more like, oh, you could see the broom and the dustpan and all the bits that you don't quite want to see. Yeah, yeah. The, the no frills version. This was home style Colombian food. Absolutely. 
And I think that's where we start. We start with it's, it. It needs a homey vibe. The highlight of the night for me was her. Yeah. Oh. She was so beautiful. And so she is the owner. That's right. right. Okay. Yeah. It's her and her two brothers, did she say? She was telling us on the night yeah, that I should have lost. I love when you're served by the owners. Mm. Yeah. It does just give that nice extra touch and you do feel like they, well, they actually do seem to care a bit more. Yeah. Absolutely. So kicking onto the menu, it's very small. Which we love. Which we love. Yeah. And one side is in English and one side is in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Which B did try and read. You're very hesitant with the Spanish there. Because I was going to say Colombian. <laughs> I don't think Colombian's a language. Yeah, they speak you Spanish. You are Colombian. You speak Spanish. Correct. You speak Spanish. Yeah. Correct. So don't worry, I didn't dig myself into a hole. Although <laughs> just I just did. Why am I thinking? Um, Sometimes so, it's best to keep it inside, love. <laughs> and it was really actually nice to see the Spanish side because there's some words that you see that you don't know what they mean. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be jumping ahead a bit here, but B's exactly right. I've looked at this word thousands of times in various cookbooks and thought, what is this? I, I mean, I know what it is. It's two biscuits sandwiched together with some sort of dolce de leche. But on the English side, it says shortbread filled with dolce de leche and ice cream or something like that. Mm. But on the back side in Spanish, it says alpha whores. And I was like, finally. That's what it is. Yeah, I got to talk so, to her about the word and she explained, told me how to say it. It was just beautiful. Sorry, jumped way ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. So let's, jump, let's, <laughs> let's jump back to the beginning. Start at the savory. Or start at the wine. So it was a bit confusing when we, when we asked for the drinks menu. She was sort of like, well, you know, there's wine up in the cabinet. There's beer in the fridge. Have a look and let me know. Yeah, and I was obviously thinking, I just want something by the glass. You know, mm. we're not, I don't want to buy a bottle. No. We were also um, offered a Pisco Sour, which is a traditional Peruvian cocktail. And I only bring that up because that's also something that was heroed at Cali Ray. Right. So when she said that, I was like, oh, I remember researching that. <laughs> but no, we went for wine. Um, I got the Malbec, just a glass, which was lovely. It's a much more deeper, richer wine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You, Bella, went for a Pinot, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir, always, without a doubt. Yeah, too light for me, but um, <laughs> I love a light red. Yeah, look, I didn't go for anything. I was trying to be sensible. It was a Thursday night, but I still had a lot more work to do that evening, so I thought best not to. Are you you're implying that we're silly kitties? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Just implying that... No, nothing. <laughs> I was implying anything. Let's just leave it there. Anyway, so we started with the share menu, so... We were three people. She advised that we ordered two entrees, two mains, two sides. Yes. Correct? So we couldn't look past the empanadas, could we? No, not at all. That was something that I had my eyes firmly on. Yeah. I'd seen the ladies who were sitting across from us also order them and thought they look super tasty. And to be honest with you, I've never really had a good empanada. Oh, okay. Be cool. Look, I don't like order them generally speaking. It's not like I order much. I don't see them a lot. I feel like we've eaten them a lot, haven't we? Um, not Mexico when we had our take home meal. Yes, yeah. but these are different. These were quite different, I thought, in terms of the texture. Did you Absolutely. not? Absolutely. Remember the Mexico one was like a curry puff. Yeah, yeah, it had that flaky texture. This one had that really, like, it was light, but I'm saying light but dense. That doesn't really make sense, but this sort of the corn dough on the outside, and mm. it was just delicious. I got the one filled with mushroom and I loved it. I was honestly beside myself, wasn't I? Yeah, you yeah. were. It had the beautiful sides of a really sort of creamy, spicy number mm. and then the chimichurri. And it just oh, blew my mind. You two got the beef and chicken. Yeah, yeah. So there was three flavors. So we essentially got one of each. 
uh, but Bella and I shared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I liked that. I think the chicken was probably better. Yeah, it was chicken and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's the you cheese. can never really go wrong with chicken and cheese. Super random. I don't know. Chicken and cheese, a bit of like a McDonald's vibe. It really is. The more I say chicken and cheese really quickly. Yeah, Mick chicken and cheese. Oh, I love it. I'm, all, <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. So the chicken and cheese was the winner on that day. Yeah, the beef was really good, but I almost want to say the beef was a bit dry like I really needed some sauce on it yeah which is why I think the sauces that they did have were good because I just lathered it in the red mayo style yeah so good yeah and then we moved on to the fried plantain fritters now this was also something that I really wanted us to get I mean there isn't heaps of variety so when I'm saying that I wanted to get these ones particularly it's pretty obvious Mm. but I really wanted to get the plantain because it's sort of such a well-known ingredient I was going to go to say fruit but it's a vegetable now it's a vegetable that looks like literally a banana, <laughs> a banana. So, it's so random. you probably have seen it before, but not known what it is or thought it was a banana, but it tastes completely different. It's super starchy. It's not very sweet at all. And I want to know how people like can tell the difference because they, like you just said, look like bananas when they're like, I know that, well, exactly. Tree. They grow like a banana. They come off, they ripen like a banana, but completely different in texture. Mm. So we got that with the roasted tomato and grilled mozzarella, little dip in the middle. And essentially you get your, your plantain fritter and you scoop out the tomato and the mozzarella onto it. What do we think? I loved the cheesy part. Yeah, it was a bit of a random dish. <laughs> I feel like random. the cheese tomato situation didn't mesh well. It was almost like the cheese rejected the tomato and became a ball in the middle. Yeah, yeah. that's a really it good way of explaining it. It didn't well. It was like a melted cheese, but all stuck together and like trying to divide it into three I had to like I was like cutting this you know how hard it is to cut mozzarella when it's warm like disaster city but then it wasn't sticking to the tomato so it was just this weird all these ingredients that just weren't playing ball (laughs) I was about it though I reckon yeah look it was super yum that is for sure the it's just like a tomatoey onion concoction that always goes down a treat to me yeah you can't go wrong but very Felt very simple, homey cooking. Absolutely. And so not, not too much to complain about, but nothing to super wow me on that one. Agree. Now, what did we have coming up next? Yeah, so up next, we got two mains and two sides, as we mentioned earlier. For the, for the two mains, we got the crispy pork belly with the slow-cooked beans. Then we got the special that I loved, the sautéed prawns, coconut, tomato sauce and plantain. Mm. And then on the side, we also got coconut rice and the green mango salad. I'm going to give a quick special mention to the green mango salad. Yeah, you loved that. you two didn't really even touch it, to be honest with you. No, I really didn't, but I appreciated it. Yeah, Texture-wise, I- mm, it looked like noodles, so I got really excited. But it was mango. <laughs> I think it's such a vibe that I was thinking like, what would you have in your kitchen that can make that if you wanted to? So I think the sauce was like a sort of fish sauce thing. Is that what you mean? How do they cut the mango like that? It was like stringy. That's a really good question. Yeah, don't know. I think they have one of those like kind of like a mandolin where you like slide the mango. I'm doing a hand gesture, which is really useful for an audio podcast. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, now after my little special mention for the mango salad, B, I think there's another mention that you need to make. The look on your face when she put down this teeny tiny bowl of rice. (laughs) So we ordered coconut rice and I'm a sucker for coconut rice. And out comes this tiny bowl of white rice. And I just looked at it and was like, that better not be the coconut rice because I am already pissed. 
And the and coconut then, rice is eight bucks. Yeah, the coconut rice is eight bucks. <laughs> and she did. And then all of a sudden, another bowl came of this actual coconut rice with coconut yeah. flakes. Made sense. And she said, "Just give me a bowl of white rice to have with the pork belly." Apparently, it comes with it. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like that's good to know if you, you know, you want a little bit of rice, but not as much rice as the bigger one. Yeah, we probably, in hindsight, didn't need to get the coconut rice, but we just didn't know that it was going to come with it. I still like trying the coconut rice because it was completely different, super dark in colour, which is random for me. I've not really eaten a rice I've never like had coconut that. rice that looked like that, no. No, but I think enough of the sides, looking at the pork belly with that bean thing underneath, what do we think? I'm not a great person to comment because, as we all know, I don't eat pork. Uh, not in its purest form. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> she does like bacon. <laughs> pork belly is not my thing. I had one piece, very much didn't enjoy it. And I know you've got a bone to pick with the beans, but I actually think that pork and the avo and the beans were, like, good together. I know, but I feel like we're not explaining it well enough. So the, the, it, this bowl comes out with essentially a layer, a layer of slow-cooked beans and then one strip of avocado with the pork, crispy, juicy pork on the top. Now, I thought the pork was particularly delicious. I really liked it. But the beans, I just thought, were a bit lackluster. Not much flavor to them. A bit like, I'm definitely going to have gas tomorrow. <laughs> and, okay. and, and with the ri- with the plain rice, nothing to write home about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was See, a bit random. So the difference is I didn't have rice with it. Yeah, just individual beans. Yep, so I had the beans, <laughs> the avo, and the pork together. Happy. And that was fine for me. Okay, good little trick for mm-hmm. those who are going to go. Maybe don't worry about the rice. That's what it sounds like we're turning out here. <laughs> now, my favourite thing on the menu, the sautéed prawns. Yeah. Yeah, and this was my pick because I'd seen it on their Instagram. It was good. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Why have you said it like that? Yeah, what? I don't know. I just feel like... As a whole, and I said this on the night, everything was just a bit lukewarm. Oh, I loved the prawns. I was honestly obsessed with them. You know what? No, I mean, physically, temperature wise, everything was a bit too cold. She's actually right. It was like a weird temperature. I expected everything to be just a bit hotter. I fit, yeah, look, I do agree. Yeah. No, but I think that that's just because they're a bit new. No, and totally fine, totally fine, but that obviously sways my opinion. On how the food tastes. It didn't sway my opinion. Okay, good. On so how you the loved it. You I will, I will go, be going back. Oh, you Ooh. will be going back? Oh, yeah, I know. This is not the part of the segment where we do this, but I will be going back. <laughs> Absolutely. I really liked it. Oh, shizzy busy. <laughs> and, like, I thought that the, the flavour of that sort of curry, coconutty curry was just exceptional. It was really interesting. Yeah, no, I really did enjoy that. Flavours I hadn't really had before and... I thought the prawns were cooked well, whether it be warm or not. I thought that was just because that's what I got to last, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah, all the other yeah. bits. I don't know. Belle, did you feel anything particular about the prawns? I loved the prawn dish. I mean, I feel like I've been missing that dish in my life for a while now. And so when I was eating it, I was happy. I wanted it to be a little bit hotter, like you said. Yeah. But I was definitely happy with the flavors that were happening. I think for the listeners, I guess it's basically a prawn curry. Yeah. yeah, like a coconut prawn curry. Yeah, no. you'll see it on our Instagram and yeah. it's the one with the prawns in it. Yeah. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that on moving with that mood of things you can't live without. Oh, take me to dessert. Literally take us to dessert. Now, we decided to go 
order both because when in Rome or in this case, when in South America, mm. you must. Yes. You must. And I really think that this is where it all came together for me. And probably yeah. why I have such a lasting memory of the fact that I'll definitely come back. Ended on a high. Seriously. I'm like thinking about it right now, that, that cream cake. So, Bella, talk us about the cream cake. Now, it was called a three milk cake or three milk soaked cake. Yeah. And so basically it's, as it, as the name suggests, three different types of creams and milk type ingredients. So it's like a sponge vanilla cake, I would say, soaked in another type of... Uh, it was like a really sweet milk, wasn't yeah. it, at the bottom? Probably condensed milk, I'd say. Oh, something like that. And then on the top was this weird whipped <laughs> cream, cream that we could not... We could not tell what it was. Like, and we were sitting there for ages, <laughs> like, eyes shut, literally like, like tasting it like we're Master Chef. Yes, <laughs> literally. And she comes over. She's like, "Are you guys all right?" And we're like, "We just cannot guess what's in this cream." And she she couldn't say the English translation. She's like, "I don't know what you guys call this." And so she ran over to the kitchen, got the thing of Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, that was <laughs> so, so sweet. And we were like, "I oh. love that." Yeah, she's like breaking the fifth wall in life. You know, definitely there's only four walls. <laughs> I don't know what wall your space. Depends which way you're looking. She's breaking that glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Stunning, Bill. Um, and then obviously we also had the alpha whores, which, as I mentioned before, was essentially like a fancy biscuit sandwich. But in this case, it was an ice cream sandwich. So two bits of shortbread either side. And then it had the beautiful Dolce de Leche in the inside, a ring of salted sort of caramel ice cream and then it was covered in coconut and lime on the outside and it was just mm. so good I was so happy with it it was just delicious and it just fulfilled all those sort of ice cream sandwich cravings that I yeah. get sometimes I was super happy with it yeah and it was sizable both desserts were very big decent sizes <laughs> to the point that the ladies on the other table looked over and and said that they shared the three milk cake and were stuffed afterwards and they had five of them and we had three of us yeah got they both. were actually <laughs> a bit like i think they're impressed i don't know if they're impressed or shaming us i couldn't tell they were happy i like them i'm on b's train i thought they were a bit like judgy mcjudge judge but i kind of thought oh well i don't really care yeah <laughs> meh and i was just that happy I think that it was an overall really good experience. Yeah, I'm going to back that. That brings us then to order off the menu, which is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. Livy, you're really excited about it. So give us dollars for dishes. This bit I'm not excited about because... I feel like the rating I'm going to give is going to turn people away and I do not want to turn people away from this place. I thought it was a really awesome experience, but I have to be honest with the listeners. It was $59 a head. I was pretty full, but it wasn't super. Taking into account wine though? Yeah, I know so what you're saying. Two glasses of wine. No, but normally we like get bottles and cocktails. And, and it costs that much sometimes. Yeah. So when you only get two glasses of wine, that's probably – still $50 a head. Mm. I'm I'm like, that was a really good meal, but it was quite expensive. I have to give them a three out of five. Now I hate saying that and I, it hurts my heart saying it because I really love this place. I think it's a really good place. It's just, it is expensive. And if you're trying to save that bottom dollar, it might be a tricky place to go. True. And you know what? We have to let the listeners know where the dollars are sitting. That's yeah. it. On a lighter note, perhaps, Belle, mate or date? 
This one's going to be a date. Cute. Yeah. And I think around us, there were quite a few dates happening. There was. Definitely. Particularly with the older crowd, which I was about. How do they know about this cool, new, trendy place? I don't know. Maybe they're just like out there walking and they walk past it. And they're like, let's go here, darling. <laughs> I don't know. There was also some beautiful young couples. I think definitely, definitely a date spot. Good choice, Belle. B, bougie or basic? Basic, but in the nicest of ways. A yeah. warm basic. And I do want to say as well, if you're joining us this season on the podcast, basic doesn't mean, you know, crappy or subpar. It or just rudimentary. Means, or rudimentary. It just, it, there's no fuss. Yeah. yeah. But it can still be very good. So like you said, it's homestyle cooking. Yeah. A basic vibe. Yeah. Look, I'm happy with that. Basic date, three out of five. Well, I suppose we should go on to the next part of the podcast, which is food features and fails. The part where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from our weeks. I'll start. Oh, will you just, darling? So, as I was saying before, I went away for the weekend to Lake Barandong and one of my friends, Bridgie, made this insane insane cheese board like i'm talking oh nothing better than a cheese oh, board, cheese board really feature is, i know a bit nice. random, and no, i'm gonna like pop it. a picture up so that everyone can see what i'm talking about because it is stunning and she honest to god it was like effortless like chop 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 here strawberries there blueberries there and cheese just melting perfectly absolute feature oh i cannot wait to see the picture of that yeah yum nice so shout out you. shout out mm. to bridgie yay thanks bridgie what about you b Oh, I've got a feature fail. Oh, oh you're doing a little babushka number. Babushka number, but not really. Well, okay. actually, maybe. So as I said at the beginning of the podcast as well, um, when I caught up with my dear friend Elaine, I had been craving pancakes from Bills. And there's a Bills and Bondi. So I thought, why not? But they don't take bookings on weekends. So we arrived and it was a 45-minute way. Warned you about Bills on weekends? Yeah. I mean, oh, anyway. So I was, I was pretty bummed. <laughs> It is a long wait for it breakfast. It's a long wait for pancakes. But so worth it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Elaine was like, look, let's go across here. So we went to Gertrude and Alice, which is this <gasps> cute little... Bookstore in Bondi. Yes, it's a bookstore, but cafe. And you sit amongst the books. Um, bit of an awkward moment when like I was mid bacon egg burger and this lady was like, sorry, can I just get that vegan book behind you? And I was like, oh. Let me pass it to you with my bacony egg yeah. hands. <laughs> Don't buy it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, shout out to Gertrude and Alice. Was beautiful, very cozy, very cute. Love that. Sometimes two wrongs do make a right. <laughs> <laughs> Libby, food feature or fail, darling? I am going to feature Nor this week. Oh, and I am excited about it. Go. Me too. So I had a little bet with my auntie. I won't tell you what the bet was, but I won. And so she had to take me out to dinner. I'm really intrigued about that. Can we do that <laughs> thing where, like, if they message you on the podcast and you get it, you'll tell them? If you DM the podcast and you can prove that you're subscribed to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, good, good, good. I'll tell you the bet that I have with my auntie. You'll want to know. Anyway, we decided that we'd go to Nor because we both wanted to try something different. Bella's been really wanting to go and I didn't want to go with Bella. So <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it was just an awesome well, no, it's really funny because I also just booked it for my parents. So everyone is going but you. Like we're organizing for everyone else to go but you. That's hilarious. And guys. sorry, if no one has any idea what we're talking about, a few podcasts ago, Bella 
pined, pined at us to ask if we could take her there. Still haven't taken her there yet. And we actually did take it to you guys on the poll and you voted we should take her and we still did. (laughs) Anyway, Livy, please. Essentially, it's just beautiful, delicious, but really interesting Lebanese cooking. So I tried a few things I've never tried before. And then also had this delicious, and I think definitely one of my favorites, is they did this sort of shawarma, basically. But it's like a long, skinny shawarma that they've got the chicken and the pickles and then you roll it up and just eat it as two bites well, and it's like so fast then. <laughs> it's just the most classy but also most delicious and heartwarming food that i've had in a very long time i was really really impressed oh that's lovely Aww. and also a stunning night with my auntie we had two crafts of wine loving ourselves sick oh, i love that really want to know what this bed is <laughs> <laughs> look you'll have to do some I'm going to DM, <laughs> DM the podcast. All right. Well, I think that's it for Food Beaches and Fails this week. If you have enjoyed what's in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating and tell a friend about the podcast. And while you're there, make sure you jump into our Facebook community. That's obviously good podcast on Facebook. And if you want to see pictures from today's episode or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at obviously good podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.